0: Hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode of Killer Instinct. I hope you are having an amazing, amazing day, week, month, year, all of those great things. If you are new here, hi, my name is Savannah. I am your host on Killer Instinct. Thank you so much for joining us today. And if you are returning and coming back, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Make sure you go ahead and hit that follow button if you're not already. It's free. Why not? You'll always be updated. We have weekly episodes here every Wednesday, so make sure you go ahead and hit that follow button so you never miss one. Okay, you guys, so for today's episode, as you can tell by the title, we are talking about not just one missing person, but two missing people, and not only that, but these two missing people are actually twin sisters. And if that wasn't crazy enough, these two twin sisters went missing within a couple weeks span of each other. Yeah, pretty crazy. And it only gets crazier, honestly. So we are going to just jump right into it today. So let's just let's go. So Francesca and Michela Martinez were both born on June 10th of 1987. Francesca had brown hair and brown eyes and Mishila had brown hair and green eyes. They were gorgeous, gorgeous girls who were both from Puerto Rican descent and they lived in Patterson, New Jersey with their mother Wanda and their stepfather Hippolito. And Francesca and Mishila were in the 7th grade at school 24. On an outside looking in, mostly everyone only had positive things to say about the girls and their lifestyle. No one ever said that anything was alarming. There were never any red flags. The girls never seemed unhappy. They both seemed to live a very happy life life and they were 12 years old when they went missing and let's start from the beginning. So it was the day before the girl's birthday on June 9th, 2000. Their birthday was June 10th and June 10th of the year 2000 would have been their 13th birthday and 13 is a pretty big number i think i feel like you're finally a teenager i remember when i turned 13 and it was it was definitely a milestone i feel like like that's a milestone age because you just feel that you're older your name your number and finally has a teen at the end of it and it's a big deal but unfortunately this day was a little bit different for francesca and marshila so according to marsheela at about 10 30 a.m on june 9th she actually saw francesca through the kitchen window of their home and francesca told mishila that she was going to the store and would be back soon so mishila didn't really think anything of this or didn't think it was strange or weird or odd by any means but a little time had passed and hippolito the girl's stepfather realized that francesca hadn't come home yet and that is when he decided to walk down to the store and ask the employer if francesca was there which the employer responded by saying that francesca never came to the store at all all. This obviously was pretty alarming for the parents and for Mishila and then at 1 30 p.m that same day there had been a call coming into the house phone and Mishila answered the phone and she was surprised when she realized that Francesca was on the other end of the line. So Francesca spoke to Mishila and she told her that she was with some friends at the Great Falls on the Passaic River in Patterson, New Jersey and she told Mishila not to tell anyone where she was and then hung up the phone and this actually was the last time anyone has ever heard from Francesca And police were pretty surprised when Francesca's friends told them that they never even went to the Great Falls with Francesca that day to begin with. But what they did tell them is that Francesca was interested in attending the Puerto Rican Day Parade in Manhattan on June 11th. So that would have been a day after her birthday. But it was unclear by that point if she ever made it there or not because of the large amount of people that were attending that same parade. Some of her friends also disclosed that Francesca was actually dating a 22 year old man yeah a 22 year old man um and no one had ever really known about this this was the first time that authorities were hearing of this so obviously it's pretty alarming and francesca's friends said that her family was unaware of this man and didn't know about him at all This allegation has never been confirmed by police or investigators, so there's a possibility that it was not true and her friends just said this, but it also is a possibility that this was her reality. And police, quite frankly, and really everyone at this point, were really thinking that Francesca had just ran away on her own. Own. and I think what really solidified that in people's minds was the fact that Francesca called Mishila to tell her where she was and to tell her to not tell anyone what she was doing I think that because of that people really had this idea that she really just wanted to get away on her own. But then there was a finding that really switched things up, and honestly, I'm surprised it didn't switch things up even more, but we will get into that later. Just days after Francesca's disappearance, the denim skirt and pink shirt that she was wearing, it was what she was last seen in, was found in a plastic shopping bag in the driveway of her own home. Let me repeat that. Her clothes were found in the driveway of her own home in a plastic shopping bag. Her shoes were the only thing that was not in this bag and to this day have never been located. And even with this new evidence, police were not convinced that foul play was at all involved. When Francesca's mother saw the clothes, she said, quote, When I saw the clothes, I thought my daughter was dead. But it's strange because there was no note end quote now to me when i first read that quote i got a little red flag in my head and i hate to say that but i did and that is because in my head the first thing that popped up off of that quote was why does there have to be a note like why did why did she need to leave a note for you to be you know it just doesn't really make a lot of sense to me but this might make a little bit more sense as we continue on and keep going So in the midst of everyone worrying about Francesca, wondering where Francesca was trying to find her, about six weeks later on July 22nd, 2000, the unthinkable happened. Mashila had gone missing too. So as far as what happened to Mishila or even her disappearance in general, there was really little to no information on it, which is super frustrating because there's just, there should have been. But the reason there isn't is because there was no press, there was no media, there was basically no coverage on Mishila at all. And that's because everyone classified her as a runway, mostly because people had already compartmentalized Francesca as being a runway as well. So they kind of just put Mishila in the same box that Francesca was was in. The only information that I was able to find on Mashila's disappearance was an alleged note that she left for her mother before she ran away or left her house or whatever happened, and this note was definitely filled with some anger towards her mother for not loving their stepfather and for allegedly um, dabbling in infidelity and having several different affairs throughout their marriage. Mishila and Francesca's mom said there was never any affairs that she had when she was with Hibalito. She said that none of that ever happened. There was never any affairs. And so that note really didn't make a lot of sense. Um, if that is true, if there was no affairs in that note really doesn't make a lot of sense. So neither Francesca nor Machila have ever been heard from or seen since the year 2000 when they both disappeared just six weeks from each other, six weeks apart from each other. And some of you may be thinking like, okay, like this is just, this is just a runaway case. One one twin left the other twin wanted to be with her so she left too and when i was doing my initial research on this case i kind of dabbled with that theory a little bit and we're going to talk about that more later but i think i'm about to tell you something that might make you think a lot differently okay we're going to take a short break but we will be right back with more of the killer instinct podcast all right you guys welcome back so fast forward a few months after francesca and mishila disappeared in september of 2000 so hippolito Cornel, which is the girl's stepfather he was arrested and charged with aggravated manslaughter Yeah, you heard that right. He was charged with killing a 16-year-old woman named Nellie Mercado, and Nellie was a sex worker as well as a mother, and she came in contact with Hippolito on September 8th of 2000, which is when he strangled her to death after the two of them had gotten into an argument. According to witnesses and neighbors of Hippolito, they say that they heard screams throughout the apartment at about four o'clock in the morning that morning, and neighbors were actually the ones who discovered Nellie's body at about six o'clock in the morning the next day. Hippolito fled to Boston, actually. He went up to the northern part of Boston for a couple days and then came back on September 12th. And that is when police were waiting for him at his apartment and he was arrested at about nine o'clock PM that night. A judge sentenced Hippolito to 17 years in prison and he was actually released on September 9th, 2017, which is pretty terrifying. But let's talk about all of this for a second and break it all down. And let's talk about some theories because there are multiple theories and I know I have my opinions and I definitely wanna hear your guys's as well. So theory number one is kind of the theory that has been thought of this whole time and that is that both of the girls are runaways and here is what I have to say about that. The police have said that they believe the girls did not have any foul play involved and that they each ran away from their home and met up with each other. So, Francesca ran away first and then Michelle ran away and ended up meeting with Francesca and it was kind of their plan all along. I know that, I mean, I don't know because I don't have a twin, but I've heard and read articles and did research on twins and I do know that I have heard that there are kind of these bonds in between them where when one is in pain the other feels it or if one's thinking something the other feels it so it isn't out of the question that if a one of them ran away the other one wanted to run away too this kind of reminds me of the silent twins I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that case or not but just the whole twin aspect and one feeling the other one's pain and kind of knowing about it and things like that that's kind of what this reminded me of if this is a runaway situation to me the only way i see this being a runaway is if they were running away from something like i don't feel that these two girls just got up and ran away forever i know that so many times when you're young you get super mad at your parents and you're like i'm leaving and you pack a bag and you walk down the street and then you end up coming back it happens so many times and so many kids go through that but to have these girls leave the day before their birthday and one of them leaves the day before the birthday and the other one leaves about six weeks later and neither of them ever come home again. It definitely is very suspicious to me and it doesn't rub me the right way at all and I don't personally think that these girls left on their own because they just wanted to and then they never came back. I do think that it's possible that if they did leave on their own and ran away on their own that they came in contact with the wrong person at the wrong time. It does strike me a little bit odd that Mishila would leave six weeks later. I feel like six weeks is a big time frame. And it also, I just, I don't know. The way I'm thinking about it is if I was 12 and had a sibling who was also 12 and we were twins and one of them ran away, I feel like kids' minds work quickly and when they want something, it's kind of instinctive and they just do it and they go for it. Like to make out this elaborate plan of waiting six weeks is pretty precise in my opinion. So it just doesn't strike me as something that would be the most likely scenario. Another reason I kind of scratch my head at the whole running away theory is because of the alleged note that Mashila left her mother about having an affair. And the reason that this note really makes no sense Sense to me is for the fact that most people said that the girls were happy at home and had a good life and like I said we never know what's going on behind closed doors there are a million what-ifs that could have happened but I do think that this note is really odd and pretty telling and I think the reason it doesn't make a lot of sense to me is I'm trying really hard to picture a 12 year old writing a letter to her mother about being angry with her for having an affair with her stepfather so much so that she runs away from home like to me that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense I mean and also how would she find out about it would she have seen it like I'm not really sure how that would have happened and if I'm being blatantly honest that definitely sounds more so like a note that someone that like your significant other would write it sounds more like a note that Hippolito would write more so than Mishila would write so it definitely strikes me as odd and I don't I don't like that note it does not sit well with me and the fact that it wasn't really looked into more is really questionable to me as well um and here's the thing this is just my opinion but I mean part of what I do here is voice my opinion, so let's move on. The next theory is that the stepfather was somewhat involved, and here's where I'm at. I just want to point out how I think that finding Francesca's clothes that she was last seen wearing in the driveway of her own home was something that just kind of flew over everyone's heads, which baffled me because, yes, I guess it's possible that she changed her clothes before leaving if we're going back to the runaway story and that she really did run away and she really did play this all out maybe she changed her clothes so no one would know what to like it would kind of throw everyone off in a way um i mean the likelihood of that i mean for a 12 year old again and this is not to discredit 12 year olds but i'm just trying to think like this is some stuff that i wouldn't even think about now if i was planning on running away so when i think about it it's kind of hard for me to think that this is very Plausible, but that does not mean it's impossible. But what really raises my eyebrows at Hippolito, despite the fact that he was convicted of manslaughter just several months after this, is what Francesca and Michela's brother had to say about Hippolito. And according to the girl's brother, he said that he believes Hippolito actually raped and got one of the girls pregnant, and he believes it was Francesca. I do want to point out as well, though, that there has never been any evidence brought forward to suggest this or to support this argument, Um, but the brother stated that the relationship that Francesca and Hippolito had was not a normal relationship. He said that Francesca would go on shopping trips with just Hippolito. It would be just the two of them together, and each time she would come back with a bunch of clothes and gifts, and it just didn't seem right. Like, it just seemed very odd. But, I mean, here's the thing. Does this prove at all that Hippolito killed her? No, it doesn't. Does this mean anymore that Hippolito favorited Francesca and the two of them had a close relationship? kind of i mean is it for him to take just her on these shopping trips i mean it definitely is a little weird but again it doesn't mean that he killed her like that doesn't prove anything i personally think what's more telling in this situation is the fact that their brother was comfortable enough with coming forward and making these allegations because think about it like you have to be feeling some type of way to feel that your stepfather raped and impregnated your sister and then killed her like you have to really be thinking like you have to feel that like you have to know which if I'm being quite honest, makes me believe even more that maybe he did have something to do with it. I think it's very possible that Hippolito got Francesca pregnant and Mishila found out about it, or she saw something that she wasn't supposed to see, so Hippolito decided that he needed to get rid of both of them, or maybe Francesca threatened to reveal that Hippolito was abusing her and that sent him over the edge, or maybe Mishila found out that he killed Francesca, which in turn made him kill her too. Like, we don't know. I also think it's possible that, I just, I keep going back to that note that Mishila left her mom. And to me, what that note sounds like is an angry spouse. It sounds like an accusatory thing. It sounds very personal. I just don't see that Mishila would write a note to her mom saying that she's upset with her about the affairs that she's having while with her stepfather. It doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. So that brings a new theory into my mind as to what if, Hippolito found out that the girl's mom was having an affair and it made him so mad that he he decided to kill her daughters. Like, I don't think that that's out of the question. I mean, there is just a lot of never-ending theories. It can go on and on and on and on and on. I mean, maybe the alleged 22-year-old boyfriend that no one can confirm had something to do with it, but, you know, you never know. Like, I feel like in a situation like this, there's a lot of theories, but that's mainly based off of the fact that there is such little evidence that it leaves your mind running and racing and making all of these theories, and it really upsets me that the police just kind of stamped this as a runaway and left it at that. I think that there is so much more to it, especially after the fact that their stepfather was convicted of manslaughter just several months after both of these girls went missing. The fact that this has not even been looked into again is beyond me. I don't understand it at all, but I would love to hear what you have to say about it because this one is one that keeps me up at night. I don't understand it and I really hope that there is justice and there are just answers. I think at the very least, answers. This family wants answers and I want answers for these girls and justice for them as well. All right, you guys, that is the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Killer Instinct. Make sure you go ahead and hit that follow button. And if you want to send me your theories and or case suggestions, you can email me at killerinstinctpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Again, killerinstinctpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode, you guys. I really appreciate it. And with that being said, I will be back next week with another episode. And until then, stay safe, guys guys.